Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. I'm gonna say something that's um probably gonna be controversial, but I'm just being honest with my statement. I think that when Cap said that he was gonna do what he was gonna do, I think he ha- he should have understood what that really what that means. It's like, bro, you're dying on that hill, and I mean that in a good way. Like you you are the poster child for whatever is coming after this. So, like, I know he wants to get a job back in the NFL, but it's like, bro, my honest-to-God feeling is that once you said what you said and what you were standing for, that was it. Like, it, it, the, the aftermath of that is no more NFL. Like, you have to be prepared to, like, bro, I'm never working in the NFL again. Like, I'm, this is my stance. I'm standing on that. I, I'm going to expose how they treated me, mistreated me. And live on that, bro, because, like, the the harsh reality is he wasn't a superstar. And because he wasn't a superstar, they can always find some reason to say, like, he ain't got the talent or – and especially because he's a different type of quarterback. If he was, like, mm-hmm. one of the traditional old-school paid men in, in the pocket throwing the ball, like, he ain't – he's not that, right? Like, he is more of a – and I'm just saying Mike Vick. I don't think he's like Mike Vick. But, you know, to, to compare, he's more there – than Peyton Manning. So that's every excuse in the book for them to be like, oh, no, we don't think that is this. It could have been anything, bro. But, like, having that against him already and not to mention that he's a black quarterback, I just felt like it was it was a wrap from the first statement. Like, they already knew, oh, this is what you want? No, nah, bro. Same same thing with what's, what's my guy uh, who just got the job as an assistant coach in Pittsburgh? Florida. Brian Flores. I think if it's not Pittsburgh, bro, and because of what Pittsburgh stands for in terms of, like, the Rooney rule and all of that, that's the only reason why he has a job in the NFL. I don't think no other team was going to touch anything having to do with him. Pittsburgh wins by bringing him in because they get to say, we got a black coach and a black assistant head coach. All of this stuff, like, it plays into the dynamic of what they have going on in Pittsburgh. But it's like mm-hmm. certain you got to be ready to die on that hill, like or fight for what you believe in. If that's what you believe in, you got to be prepared that I'm not gonna play again. But that's just me. It's frustrating. I, it's 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 definitely frustrating because we all know. I mean, those of us who watch football, even our listeners out there, if you know anything about football, you know good and well that there aren't. 64, not even 32 better quarterbacks in the league right now than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, bro. But I and and I don't know, Jay. I mean, I I hear what you're saying. I feel personally like Cap never signed up for the road the road that he is that he's on now. I don't think he initially took that step with any inkling that it would. I'm not even gonna say backfire. That it would explode the way that it did to this point, to this level where he's literally become, um, you know, a spokesman, you know, for, for culture in general, you know, in this, in this right. day and age, he, he never, 
his knee was never intended to go this far. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it escalated so quickly. Boom. Then it obviously got hijacked. You know, the story, um, you know, from 45 and so on and so forth and, and politics. And it became something that it was never intended to be. So I think the, the, the biggest frustration for me is, you know, at the end of the day, it's a bl- very blatant reality. Like white owners ain't having that. They ain't, they ain't about to just bow down and oh. put Colin Kaepernick back in the league just because there's a, a, you know, a sect of people who wish that was the case. They don't have to. They're rich, they're white, they could care less, you know? And they can pander and all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, it ain't happening as as much as every season he can come back and look ready and all that, bro. Like I was watching, you know, Sports Center today, uh, or not Sports Center, first take, and and they said it was six years ago, and I was like, dang, Time. yeah, like I didn't realize it was six years ago since he took a knee. Time be you moving, know? bro, and and a lot of that have to do with too, like we in the pandemic, bro. So like we lost two years, legit. right? So, <laughs> you know, so yeah. their whole point was like the NFL is literally going to age that man out. You're just going to let him age on out until they can factually say, oh, he's too old to play or 100%. Blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know? So, but I don't, I'm trying to, I'm no, trying yeah. to think if, has it ever been a time where he said, hey, I'm coming back. I'm ready to do such and such. I'm going to work out for this team, work out for that team. 100%. 100%. That's you, you, you remember, bro, like during the time, like a couple years ago, I think it was when there was a, there was an official NFL workout schedule, which honestly I don't think has ever happened or is very rare to happen. Like usually a team has a scheduled player to come in, but apparently the NFL in order, you know, I think Jay-Z was probably behind it, you know, back in the, in the cut somewhere, some other, you know, advocators for it. But at the end of the day, they made a situation where they set up a workout so that the teams would come. This was during the lawsuit, like the all that stuff happened. And so the teams Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came. I'm talking about outside of outside of that that's what I was trying to remember. Was it did he do anything uh, besides because I know uh, that was fresh, I mean, fresh off of the whole, you know, the, the lawsuit and all the other stuff. Um, that's what I was trying to remember. Than, I'm like social media posts, I mean, you know, maybe interviews where, you know, he's been on the mic or at, a, or at a podium and saying, I still want to play the game. I'm still in the best shape of my life. From a football standpoint, bro, like, there's no question that this man can still play football. You know, like, if anything, he's probably one of the healthiest football players or potential football players out right now. I mean, he ain't taking a hit in six years. Hmm. You know, he's bulked up since then. He's probably, he probably is in the best shape of his life. And I mean, we just saw a recent video where he was working out with Tyler Lockett and Tyler Lockett, you know, tweeted immediately, like, bro, this man still got it. So, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's all of those factors and realities. And I don't, you know, I don't even know what Colin's motive is at this point, honestly, if he actually believes he still has a chance, because at this point, I wouldn't believe that. So it might be more of a publicity marketing strategy from his standpoint to reinvigorate the conversation i don't know bro yeah because i always wonder i was like man i wonder if he really want to play again because it just seemed like what happened with the whole nfl workout that was here in georgia and then he changed the location i'm like i don't i mean if they're coming to see you 
then I don't I'm, – I'm trying to figure out, you really want to play again? Then I don't know why, um, you know, why you would go through all that. And even since that time, it's like, you know, I'm like, dang, I want to – what Colin Kaepernick up to it just until recently, that's when – um, you know, it came out about him, whatever he tweeted or whatever he put on social media about it's been five years or whatever, and he, you know, working out this, that, and the other. Um, so I always wanted, like, man, I, I want to even want to play again. But I guess obviously he does. I, I think from all of our conversation right here, I think we need a clear indication of like exactly what he wants to do. Um, because I, I can't pinpoint, I'm not saying that he has not, but I can't pinpoint exactly the statement. You know what I'm saying? And so, but really going back on what you just said, Mo, like the reality is the NFL will just wait to age him out. And this is not just cap. I mean, you know, the NFL works like this when it comes to running backs and wide receivers. Right, like if you play any of one of those positions at any given point in time, bro, they're gonna tell you when it's time for you to get paid. They're gonna be like, "No, you don't have it anymore." And like perfect example, we can look at somebody like a Todd Gurley, right? When Todd Gurley was killing in St. Louis or, or well, the Los Angeles Rams, I think the last year he was there, when he was with the Rams, he was balling. And the year after they left, um, they went to the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, it was like Gurley ain't got it no more, and because a team who that was like the franchise player of that team because they said that he didn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave him a shot besides the Falcons. And after that, have we heard, heard from Todd Gurley again? Like we ain't thought yeah, about it. Like, even... Todd, Todd Gurley haven't been in the league for like two or three years, bro. Like you won't even think about it, but like. Mm. I, I, think, I, think, I, didn't I think the injuries, I think, yeah, I think the injuries caught up with him. Cause if I, if I'm, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think even in the Super Bowl, he wasn't even getting that much playing time. He was. I think that injury. Yeah, I think the injuries that caught up with him. But, um, but I use that example, Corey, because like even though they can say that the injuries ca- can catch up, which I'm not denying that the injuries can catch up, it worked mm-hmm. like the way that it worked like that with Todd Gurley. That's just one story. Like we can go through numerous players when in that running back and wide receiver position. All it takes for them to say is like you don't have it anymore. And as soon as they make that statement then you're out there in free agent land hoping somebody pick you up. Like, if you go and look at the free agent list right now, there are players who we legit don't even, like, haven't crossed our mind in years, but, like, we thought they were still good players. And that's just how the NFL works, bro. Like, they pay who they're going to pay. So you look at would it be in the quarterback position because quarterbacks get paid so much money you have all you know the thirty-two people that's starting, right? And not saying that Cap ain't better than it, because I, I truly believe he's better than if there are sixty-four quarterbacks signed, we know that he's better than that. But that that's the same argument that players like and this is an extreme, but like when players like TO say like, bro, I want to play. Mm-hmm. You're they're not you're not gonna play because you're too old, but Yes, you have the ability, you have the skill, and you can probably go out there and perform, but it doesn't make sense for them because they're looking at all these other factors. With Cap, they know that he's not going to start. Like, they already made up their mind, bro. If we bring you back, you coming in as a backup capacity. But if Cap was to mess around and sign to a team, just let, let's just play hypotheticals. Say Cap comes to, we all Falcons fans, say Cap gets signed to the Falcons as a backup quarterback. Matt Ryan gets injured. Cap has to start. Cap does great. 
Cap does phenomenal. Cap take us to the playoffs and possibly a Super Bowl. His stock shoots through the roof. And now they have to address what the problem was prior. Now Correct. his story becomes an everyday story. Right now the story is suppressed because at the end of the day, he's not on a team. So you can always make it about talent because he's not on a team. But the minute he gets on a team and he shows some type of performance or improvement, his story gets escalated. And if his story is escalated, they have to talk about it every day, every day. And that's the last thing that the NFL wants to do is to have that storyline going on because now they have to really address it. And we know the NFL ain't here to address no real issues. They're better not touching him with a 10-foot pole at this point. Pretty much. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, either either he proves by that scenario that it was collusion, that, you know, they blackballed him, X, Y, Z. It's very – it's clear as day, you know, that they played a part in, in keeping him from the game, you know, wasting some of his years. Or, you know, even if they give him another workout, it's, you know, oh, now I'm being, you know – discriminated against because I'm Colin Kaepernick. So it's, it's they steer the, clear. The, yeah, they got to steer clear because the story is going to be there. It's, the, the story will write itself, but it's still a story that will have to be talked about over and over and over again the entire time he's going through that process versus on the outside, you're just dealing with like one story, then it'll go away. Like, oh, man, he want to try out, but he ain't going to make the team. Okay, that's going away. We don't have to deal with it. But once he's in the league, Every time that team is playing, whatever team is on playing, every time they show him, it's going to be talked about. And then if you, I just hope you know, I hope he gets the opportunity. I just don't, I don't think it's realistic. And that maybe that's just me being pessimistic, but I just think, bro, once, once everything escalated, that was the NFL was like, oh, no, we definitely ain't, no, we, <laughs> we ain't touching that at all, bro. Like, no, nah, you good. You over there. We'll deal with that backlash. By not talking about you being in this league again, we, I just hope he's okay with being a martyr because that's that's basically what he's going to be. Yeah, you know, it's he laid it all in line, he sacrificed everything, and hey, it comes with a price. It comes with a price. It's it's still like wild to like wild, excuse me, to think that all this happened because he kneeled, and I'm like, that's just that's that's. I mean, people got their beliefs, bro. I'm not even here to debate your your beliefs and, and all of this, but just like, bro, when you just really think about it to the core of what happened, the event that happened versus what happened afterwards is like, that's mind-blowing, bro, to think that <laughs> those things actually went together like that. that it makes no sense on paper at all. <laughs> but, hey, welcome to Black Man Think Podcast. We just <laughs> have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Ass, we just dove right in, man. How y'all doing? <sighs> Home by checkup. How y'all doing? Oh man, you're sleeping. Sleeping. Now you look sleepy, dog. How <laughs> uh, that gym, man? That, that six six thirty gym workout, bro. Six four five. Whatever. Bro, I, I can't. I cannot get up in the morning to work out. I don't. I mean, I get it, but I just don't understand it. I I'd much rather do a late night I, like people who are like up four five six y'all i just y'all some soldiers yeah are you would you consider yourself a morning person core um not really but it, when it comes to working out i'd rather if i have a choice i'd rather work out in the morning than later in the day 
because so much stuff come up later in the day to give you an excuse to not do it. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just sacrifice the sleep. Well, I really should just go to sleep earlier. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. But, yeah, I'd rather just go ahead and get up, knock it out, and be done with it. No, that's real discipline, bro. That's really what it boils down to, just discipline. I don't have that discipline, bro, at all. You can get it, man. Oh, I'm not saying I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, you I, need a little motivation. Though. You need an accountability partner, man. Just meet me up there. That sounds really there you good. Go. Yeah, he put that out there real hard. It is um membership, bro. Like, no, I'm safe. That's good safe. Yeah, I counsel my LA fit. But I, I, I honestly though, and all like, oh, honestly, I have been thinking about like just going to grab the Planet Fitness joint. They have like a little ten dollar joint, but it's only for one location, and it's that's kind of whack. But I might just do. That. Oh, see, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was one location. Yeah, yeah, like they have a a different one, and I don't know the price of that one, but I know they ten dollar deal that they have is just for like one Planet Fitness that you can go to. Yeah, but I was like, which isn't bad. I mean, you know, if you got one close by the crib. Yeah, because I I mean, LA Fitness, I think I was spending like thirty six, thirty seven, some like somewhere in between the thirty five to forty dollar range a month. I was like, yeah, is that what, like is LA Fitness? I've never had an LA Fitness membership. Is it is it worth that, or is it? Is, are you paying for the like the experience of or the brand? Of... I mean, to be able to go to any any of them in Georgia, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's a plus. They, I mean, I think there's a plan where you can go to like any one in the you know in the country. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I can understand like a, if you travel a lot. But why would you want to go to any one in Georgia? Like if you're only going to well, I, I, I mean, it just depends on how, how, how often you move. Because, like, I've, I've gone to Camp Creek, um, Atlanta Station, um, yeah. Madonna. I mean, I've, I've gone to the ones in Metro Atlanta because there's several ones in Metro Atlanta. But, of course, if you're in a city that it might be only one L.A. Fitness, then, I mean, you're probably not traveling too far outside of that range True. Um, to go to another L.A. Fitness. But, you know, there's so many here in the, you know, in the Metro Atlanta that you can that you can go to different ones. Because you might, let's say you at your crib, you might work out at the one near your crib if you're at home. But if you're at work and want to catch a workout after oh, work, yeah, it makes you sense. might go to the one, you know, closer to your job. Right. Let traffic die down a little bit. Right. I mean, the, yeah, options, yeah. Are there. the options are there, but I, I, I can't, I can speak for myself. I just realized like, bro, I'm not a fan of working out. Um, and I think... I think I'm one of them people that it's going to take me actually paying for a trainer to really enjoy, not say to enjoy working out, but to take it to the level of seriousness that I need to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go and mess around in the gym and, and, you know, get the workout in, but the consistency for me has just never been there versus like, I'll go and walk and play golf like two or three times a week if, if Trina let me, you know what I'm saying? So I was just about to ask you, like, was there ever a period where you where like the gym was a serious thing or was it always just, you know, I don't know, bro. I've always struggled with the gym for real. Like even when it comes to just health in, in general, like I can have the discipline to eat right before I can have the discipline to keep going to the gym. It's just like, I don't, I don't, it, it, I just, that's what I realized one day. I was like, bro, I don't enjoy, and not saying that you're supposed to enjoy the gym, so to speak, but it just wasn't a fun environment. That's why I was like, oh, maybe I should try Planet Fitness and just to 
see if that, you know, just to, to test myself and see if it's something else. But I really think it, a, a true accountability partner where it's like, no, dog, Tuesday and Thursday, Jim, and it's on the calendar and I got to go. You know, I think I have to actually implement it into a schedule part of my mm-hmm. life as opposed to like a, yeah, bro, like I'm, I'm trying to get in there like two or three times this week. You know what I'm saying? Like if I make, if I write it in on the schedule and make it a part of my schedule, then I think it'll be more advantageous for me to go. But on, on me just to be like, yeah, bro, I got to go to the gym. It's not like my, I'm not jumping to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say I just enjoy the gym or I'm a gym rat or this a hobby. I mean, I just do it because, you know, for health reasons. And it's just like, I say, you know, I'm going to go, like I put it in on my schedule. Like I'm going to go these certain days to the gym. Um, but, you know, that's just something I do. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, running's always been my thing. Like, I'm actually getting back back on my running game recently. Like I had one of the better runs I had in a long time yesterday. Actually, I ran about three point six in about thirty minutes or so. No, that's what's up. Um, yeah, trying to kind of get my pace back. You know, I mean, it's a little slower than I used to be, but um, you know, I I've had a gym membership. Honestly, I probably ended up on the treadmill you know, while I was in there. I mean, I, I hit my, my typical basic, but I've never been like the guy that just goes through every, you know, leg machine or every arm machine, you know, leg day, all that, I, I, squats, all that kind of stuff. I've never really been that dude. Um, so, I mean, a gym has its, you know, pluses. I feel like if I'm paying for it, if I'm going to take the time to go there, I'm going to try to get a good workout in. But, you know, I just, I guess I'm more concerned with like cardio and, you know, making sure my heart and blood pressure is where it need to be. And, you know, for a while I got off. So like even recently checking blood pressures, like they're, they're a lot higher than they should be. So I was like, all right, let me, let me go ahead and get back serious. And like you said, Jay, like you said, you have more discipline eating. I have more discipline probably with just making sure I get a, a run or a few runs in a week than I do eating. So that's really the next place that I got to, make some changes honestly it's just diet choices you know and it's not even that i eat junk food yeah 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 that's the that's the oh no i was just saying the diet is really the main thing bro like if you can get that down to like really the weight can drop but it's just it's a matter of i mean bro at the end of the day people get paid to to be nutritionists people get paid to be like uh personal trainers and i under and the older i get the more i understand the value in those things because when you get to a certain level in life and age and schedule wise those things like are roadblocks so you need somebody to kind of just like tell you exactly what you need to do to get it done as opposed to trying to do a lot of guesswork you know what i'm saying so that's what I've realized. Just like okay, I see. I, I there's some value in saying telling going to the gym and somebody giving me a full workout plan of what I need to get done, and a nutritionist telling me like this is exactly what you need to eat, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? But paying for it, I ain't done yet. <laughs> we need those people because we don't have discipline. That's that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. that's what, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's like yeah, I'm not gonna say it's easy for me to get up and be like. Man, I gotta go to the gym, especially like getting four or five hours of sleep. And bro, when it's cold, 
Man, it's easy. It's Keep easy in the summertime. But, bro, when it's cold, it's raining, I'm like, man, they're for the birds here. But the, the hardest part when it comes to working out, going to the gym or whatever, whatever, everybody has their own thing. Like you say, you run. I go to the gym. Some people might do biking. Jay, Jay does golfing. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is you do as far as your um, exercise, I mean, it, it, it's, it takes discipline to do it. I mean, you got to get up to go do it. So, I mean, it's like for me, for the gym, once I get up and, you know, I'm getting moving, I'm on the way, I'm in there, I'm, I'm all good. It's just the, the mindset of saying, okay, I got to get out of the bed. I got to get dressed to get there. That's the, that's the hard part. Yeah. Once you get past that, you're good to go. So I think we stumbled into a topic, though, really. Like, um, we're talking about discipline, you know what I'm saying? And, and well, more so the lack of, of, of discipline. And, you know, what do y'all feel causes the lack of discipline? And, and I'm, we're speaking for black men. So, like, what do y'all feel mm. causes the lack of discipline in your life? Mm. I'm trying to think of the areas where I lack it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. How can I approach this? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, if I'm being really honest, it's the battle between what I know I should do and what I don't want to do, mm. you know, because um, I feel like, you know, not, I mean, I'm, I, I think I call myself, now. I'm not overly strong, but I'm a pretty strong willed person, you know, I, I, like if I need to do something, want to do something, I can put my head to it. But honestly, there's that caveat for me is like, if I want to, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm really not the type that like, I'm going to pout and gripe and moan about something if like, I need to do it, you know, like if I got if it's, if it's on the table, if it's necessary, then I'm going to do it. But there are times where I take the liberty of like, if it's going to impede on my convenience or what I want to do, how I want to spend my time, right. what I want to eat. Uh, that's where the strong will kind of comes in the wrong way. You know, it's like, mm, I'm good. Oh, you know? man, no. <laughs> <laughs> I be feeling it too. Though. I feel it too. It's like, I do have those moments where I'm like, no, nah, I'm and not even just stuck in your ways, but I started to feel like I'm comfortable with saying, no, nah, I ain't doing that. Like, right. Exactly. Like, nah, 100%. Like, you want to like, no, nah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> Yeah. What about I you? I don't know. Uh, probably just, I don't know, just motivation, man. I mean, that that what it boils down to a lot of stuff. It's like, you can be, I mean, you can you can have the mindset to want to do something, but if you deep down inside, if you're not motivated to do it, you're not going to do it. Or you're just going to procrastinate and think about, oh, I can put it off and do, you know, I can do it later or I can do this just to get by. Um, I mean, I, I think that's probably what it boils down to. You really ain't motivated. You haven't really fully set your mind on it. Like you think about it, but you haven't put your mind mm -hmm. to it and say, this is what I want to do. Because if it's something that you really want to do, you're going to do it. That's true. So obviously, yeah. obviously there is some kind of obstacle that's in your way for you not to do it, or you don't think it's that important at the moment um, to move forward with whatever it is you need to do. Man, you... You said something that, that kind of hit me just then because I had noticed probably for like the last week and a half, I probably I was dealing with some procrastination. Like I got some projects that I, I have to complete and I had to just kind of like get back to the basics of like 
film, just write it down and cross it out when you finish it. I had to really yeah. do that because I was just like, man, I, I I was feeling like, man, I got like so much. I got like, I got to mix this. I got to do this. I got to create this, create that. And I was just, I, I was feeling like, man, I got a lot of stuff I got to get done. And then I was like, bro, iPhone reminders. And I just wrote them down in the reminder app. And then I was like, all right, cool. So, like, I had, like, seven things I had to get done. I'm down to three of those things now. But that was just, like, over the past week. And it was just like, oh, why I'm not, you know how it is, though. Like, we'll sit here and legit get caught up on a, on a TV show or legit get caught up on yeah. scrolling for five minutes. And you don't even realize you were scrolling for five minutes. It's like, bro, hold on. Yeah, I had to make that list and just like, all right, cool. This thing keep beeping at me that I haven't did what I need to do. Let me go mm-hmm. ahead and knock it out. And what be tripping me out is when you really take the time to sit down and like do what you need to do, you get stuff done so quick. Like it'd be like an hour or two of your time and you knock out so many of these tasks as opposed to like procrastinating for three or four days to get it done. So yeah, and I think it's just your, it, I find myself, it's like, man, I, I think so much about what I need to do and not doing it instead of just doing it <laughs> and <laughs> quit, quit, waste, quit spending so much time thinking about it and just go ahead and do it. Yeah. And you won't even be, I mean, but you don't realize you get so being in the habit, you get used to doing that. It becomes a habit. And before you know it, it's like, dang, I could have just really, when could have moved forward and took taken care of whatever I need to do. Yeah. Now Jay, you, you don't realize what you just said, bro. I think you honestly, probably just prescribed a ton of black men or a ton of people honestly in general bro we don't we really don't know how to goal set like like let's think about it like most i think the closest most people probably get to goal setting at times is like new year's resolutions right right. you know which are very fickle very emotional in the moment you know but like in terms of I mean, maybe outside of professional work anyway, but like in terms of even our personal life and like trying to attain, you know, certain dreams or aspirations, like we don't treat them. And what I mean by this, like y'all ever heard of like smart goals? Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of that term? Is it? Uh, I never heard of it. Man, so like this is, down, this is, go ahead, Mo. All right. so this is new for me, right? So I'm like, so what you, what you actually, um, uh, like described is it was me at work for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a leadership role. I There are just a million things coming at me of all different types. And my list continues to grow and grow and grow. And in my brain, I have a way of prioritizing things and doing things and making sure that I get things done by a certain you know time. Or But what tends to happen is it, get, it gets piled up and I begin to feel overwhelmed. And I'm also not the best delegator either. You know, like I'm, I'm very much an independent worker and I'm at the same time while I'm trying to figure all that out, I'm learning how to delegate stuff. But then I started, you know, kind of looking into some things, even working with some other team members who are better in these areas of like really setting measurable goals, goals that, so anyway, let me just dive in. Smart goals, right? Let me share them with you. Mm-hmm. I just pulled it up because I think some of our listeners need to hear this. So what is a smart goal, bro? So the SMART is obviously an acronym, stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based, right? So let me break them down. So SMART goals, specific, 
So if you have something that you are trying to get to, an end goal, you need to make sure that that goal is very specific and narrow um, for more effective planning. So you can't say like, I need to lose weight. No, you need to say, I need to lose a certain amount of weight. How much weight do you want to lose? Um, I don't know. I need to lose 15 pounds. Okay, that's very specific, right? Jay, you can still hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. My camera went out for a second. I'm back. Gotcha. Yeah, so like, okay, specific goal, 15 pounds. Is it measurable? Define what evidence will prove you're making progress and reevaluate when necessary. So how do you know that you're losing weight? Well, I need to get a, a you know, a, I need to get a weight so I can stand on it or whatever. Um, and then attainable, make sure that you can reasonably accomplish this goal. So make sure it's like, you know, like, oh, I need to lose 130 pounds. Like, bro, you need to start small. Like lose 10 first, you know? Um, then make sure it's relevant. Like your goals should align with your values, your long-term objectives. You know, that's pretty self-explanatory. And then it's time-based. Like how much time are you going to use or, or what kind of timeline are you giving yourself to get to that goal? Like the more I realize if I get specific, if I write them down, if I can see it, like usually it'll keep me working towards it. But if I just leave it like in this jumble of, all kind of other stuff that I need to do, bro. Something's gonna fall through the cracks. Yeah, no, I feel that for sure. Like that's, I definitely had that that those couple of weeks, bro. Just like man, and, and you don't really. I, I I think it's a lot of it has to do with just like being a man for real. Like mm -hmm. we don't understand when we're being like getting overwhelmed and when we're procrastinating a lot because we have so many other things that are going on that it's so yeah. easy to like things get. Um, go through the cracks or whatever, just because like, I mean, like y'all know we was in the process, well, was in, in the process of buying a home. So like that was a big goal and big thing that was being done. But at the same time, like, bro, you still got other stuff you got to do. Like you can't just, you can't stop all these other things just because you're trying to do this one thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like prioritizing. Yes but also being smart about the other goals that you have in mind. And I think for, for me, at least during that process, it was just like, bro, it was so tedious, but not tedious to the point where I had to like step back and was like, okay, cool, dude, you got a, a long laundry list of other things you got to get done. You got to go to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. especially when you wasting time, you know, wasting 30 minutes here or wasting an hour here, um, you know, you, you just have to, refocus or some find a way to refocus and, and, and get done what you need to get done. Yeah. Corey just over there taking it in, bro. Uh like a sponge, man. But <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, you when you when you factor in like, you know, just looking at different situations, especially when you I guess that definitely becomes more important when you factor in like you got a family. Because you're not only trying to work on your individual goals, but I mean, you got a you know wife and kids to attend to too. So you got to factor yeah. that in. Um, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that that I think that's something that is not talked about a lot, though. Honestly, and I'm not even trying that's to share true. conversation, but man, when like if you look at yourself like a pie, and and you're trying to cut yourself up in all these pieces to feed everybody. It is a lot. It can be a lot. And a lot of times 
people that you're trying to feed can be be dealing with stuff too. But it's like it's so hard to deal with all of that at the same time. Like you, man, family, you got kids. Your kids might be going through something. Your your wife might be going through something. You might be going through something, and then you're trying to keep everything straight at the same time. It's like, bro, like what? <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. And, and through all of that, you still got goals that you're trying to get done too. Like we all still live in life at the same time, and then you still have other things that are going on. It's like some days you'd be like, all right, bro, vacation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know that we don't do it enough. And they, I, I've read a stat somewhere, just millennials in general, we have a hard time taking off from work. Like we don't even like asking for a day off. Like we just, we'll go and work through it, even though we don't need to. Like we hold on to our vacation and personal days like <laughs> for no for no reason at all bro i wish i could find yep. this but it's a real thing like millennials we hold on to personal days versus like the generation up under of what is it gen gen z i think it mm-hmm. is. They, yeah, take, they, they fight for their days bro take a personal day immediately bro like soon they soon they 90 day up like yeah personal day mental health <laughs> like you yeah, know no, no work-life balance ain't no joke for them bro like and and I'm I'm honestly, bro, I learned a lot from that generation because I was probably that guy, you know, that's just like, nah, I'm just grinding, I'm just gonna grind through, you know, not even thinking about the vacation time. But then I got to a certain point where, you know, when it comes around time for those performance reviews, not only am I looking to see what, what kind of, you know, increase I'm getting, but I'm looking to see if we can go ahead and extend that vacation and sick time even even more, you know, because work-life balance is a real thing. Like, especially with, with my size family, you know, with the responsibilities that come from the point that I wake up to the point that I walk back in the house, um, you know, it, it, it never ends. And so if I don't carve out those moments to even just refresh, I ain't gonna make it. Yeah, bro. I, 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 to this day, still don't regret taking, like, not working on Mondays. I'm just like, nah. Yeah, bro. I'm about to That's do. a great move. I'm about to downsize and not working on Monday and Tuesday. Keep on playing. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you got out the matrix on that one. Oh, listen, it's so crazy though, because like every review, you know, I, I get that look. Like, so they're not coming in on Monday, right? I'm like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you ain't even got to have another day. No, nah, I'm not doing it. it. It's worth the sanity, bro. Like, in, in all seriousness, like, I can't even imagine working five days a week right now like because i look at it i work five days a week my wife worked three days a week so as busy as we are i can only imagine if we both added a day to that schedule work like a, a day to our work schedule i don't even know how we'll be able to get it done bro like we would go crazy <laughs> and it's yeah. already like you know what i'm saying like just now that we both have abbreviated schedules but granted we also like got other stuff going on too you know what i'm saying so it'll be different if yeah. we went to work and that was it but that's not our life so we got other projects and things that we're working on but yeah bro i tell everybody though mm. take a day <laughs> if you can <laughs> yeah that's real. it ain't worth it dog not worth your sanity yeah. i feel like this was a good pod man this was like a we bounced around but we hit some- it, it was it was well rounded man yeah yeah well-rounded let me see if i can um find some of the uh, and for those that checked out our last uh episode man thank y'all um you know that's what we do sometimes you know we'll we'll 
bring some of the Patreon, some of the thinkers onto the pod and, and let them just talk. And shout out to Walt, bro. Like, you really brought up some good points, and we had a, a very fruitful conversation. So, uh, salute to you. He was one of our latest patrons that, um, and I just put the call out there. I was just like, yo, anybody available to pod tonight? And he hit like back instantly, like, yo, I want to, I want to jump on. And it was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And so, um, yeah, you yeah, know, Walt dropped some gems, man. Thanks for standing in, brother. Yeah, he definitely did. He definitely dropped. Um, uh, let's see. What is okay? I feel like what you got, Doc. No, I got a bunch of, but I feel like we already. I think I, I may have just didn't um, mark it because I feel like we already had that question before. Um, let me try. And if we if we had this question, I, I apologize. Um, but I said, what's something that you've never done but you would like to try? I feel like we had that question before. You know I don't remember that one. Cool. I could be tripping. Yeah. Something I haven't done but I would like to try. Oh man. Um hmm. I'm trying to think. Something I never done I like to try. I would I mean uh, I was gonna say skydiving, bro, but I don't think it's gonna happen at this point. I'm just I don't hit that brother. I don't know, man. I just don't hit that point in life where I'm like, I ain't jumping out no plane, fam. I'm like and not that I even think something would happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the reality of it. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, you know, so why am I jumping out of a plane? I wouldn't. I, I haven't jumped out of a plane before. I I wouldn't mind doing it, but I. It's kind of like I want to do it with like my kids, and that sounds crazy. Mm. Like I want to, like I I want to leave something to do with them. Like when mm-hmm. they get a little bit older and they, you know, when they get to that moment, like, yo, dad, come and get on the roller coaster with me. Like, I want to find something that we can do that it'll be our first and last time that we can do together. And I think that mm-hmm. might be one of those things that I wouldn't mind doing with my kids. Just like, yo, like, mm-hmm. yo, skydiving and, or like hang gliding, some, something, something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I know that I'm, this is only going to happen one time. Like, we, <laughs> right. It's only going down once. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing that with the girls one day. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, and this is this isn't something that's just like adventures or something. But I've never been out of the country before, even though I've had a passport for like for about five years, I think. Oh yeah, um, tripping. But I, I mean, tripping, I would man. definitely. I mean, the pandemic didn't help at all because it's like I, I haven't flown since 2019, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I definitely want to. I definitely want to experience. Um, I definitely want to experience uh, going out of the country. A single black man. What? I know you. Yeah, bro. I don't know what you're wrong for. <laughs> and you gonna have a passport for five years, bro. I'm gonna let you have. Well, that. bro, to be what, honest, what? man, I don't. I don't think I. I don't think I would be comfortable with going out of the country by myself. You crazy? Mm. What? Uh, what? <laughs> that's just, what? Hey, bro. That's, I'm gonna leave hey, it at that. You. <laughs> hey, that's just me, though. You say what you want to say. Hey, hey, uh, no, no. I, I'll say this though, right? Because that—that's 
what you're saying is a real phobia that people that within yeah, that's real. states have. Trust me, bro. Once you get over there, it's nothing like you you might be thinking in your head. Number one, everybody caters to America because we spend money. So you there's not going to be too many places that you're going to go to that nobody speaks English. For number two, technology has advanced that like, bro, they have apps that you can literally open up your camera and whatever's in a different language will show up in English on your phone on the camera. Like, so it's not there's that barrier is not as as big as people may think it is. Outside of that, bro, it's yeah. just like being like you at home right now. You ain't walking mm-hmm. around throwing showing your money and all of that. You cognizant of like you check do you say you check your, your bank account every day? <laughs> right. Why you gotta do that, bro? So bro, trust just, me. You good over yeah. there, bro. Like you ain't you ain't got so good. Like, trust me, you won't Bro, you got you got any street smarts, like you're gonna be okay in pretty much any country. Yeah, End of the day, walk you know, you walking down the street, especially if you're in a tourist area, you don't heard about like, you know, either young kids or pick po- uh pocket pickers and all that kind of stuff, bro. Like you, you'll see that stuff coming from a mile away. Yeah. For somebody that, so, that like you, because I, we know yeah. Yeah. you ain't green to like, <laughs> <laughs> nah. like, oh. you're not walking around like, wow, geez, <laughs> oh, beautiful. let me take a photo. Yeah. Bro, you can't look like a two. Yeah. You can't look like a two. You can't look like that. What I'm saying. Then you good. Yeah, you good, bro. bro. You yeah. they'll know you're not from there just because you're black, but you know, depending on where yeah. you're going, but. At the end of the yeah. day, you, you they they know not to try. What what what? By the way, where like where's the first place you want to go when you go to see? Bro, if, honestly, I always wanted to go to Tokyo, man. Huh? What do you say? What do you say, JD? I said I'm gonna give them three: Brazil, Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I always wanted to go to Tokyo, man. Like just from what okay. I see on TV, like it just looked nice, man. Now, now with everything we just said. I've never been to Tokyo, but the people that I know have been, they said that is the one place that there is a real culture shock because mm. you're literally going somewhere where there's not going to be any black people and yeah. everything completely different. That's like, crazy. When you go to Europe, <clears throat> you're seeing like white people and we see white yeah. people. And not saying that you don't see Asian people every day, but like going to Tokyo, it's like you are going somewhere that you are, everybody's going to know that you're not from there. At least in Europe, some people might think that Oh, you could be Nigerian. You could be, you know, from Africa and you just live there. Like, there's a lot of people that live in the UK that's from Africa and different parts of the world. But when you go there, they know, like, you not from here at, at yeah. all. Like, so you, you'll stick out like a sore thumb. But I heard it's a real nice experience, though, outside. Yeah. But, yeah, dog, you should go, man. Like, just go. You should, bro. Yeah, just go, bro. And take, I mean... I mean, you. We can make it a homeboy trip, but it's kind of hard for me to go somewhere with my old lady and went like. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. It's gonna be a homeboy yeah, trip. It's gonna turn into a couple's trip real quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can I wish I would tell my old lady. Yeah, we're going to uh, Tokyo for a guy's trip. <laughs> and, um, I'm, so am I. <laughs> hey, y'all better put y'all foot, y'all foot now, man. Okay. Yeah. That's- okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> foot down. Yeah, you see, you'll see how that goes. I wish I would put my foot down on that. I'm going without <laughs> you. Whenever I get all my stuff outside, guaranteed. <laughs> you going to Tokyo? How was Tokyo? Yeah, right. That's. Hope funny. you got a place to stay over there. 
No, I'm gonna be staying with you when I get back. Let me um hop uh, <laughs> on the sofa. Gotcha, <laughs> Talk about I'm, I'm going to But look, man, that's the Black Bad Thing podcast, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, like we say always, we I don't know what we say always. Tell a friend to tell a friend because without y'all, there is no show. So um, we appreciate y'all and we thank y'all and we'll see y'all next week. The Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.